Welcome to Grit, the Real Estate Growth Mindset Podcast, hosted by Brian Charlesworth, founder of Sisu. Sisu provides growth automation software for real estate. You'll hear stories from real estate thought and technology leaders, team owners, and brokers on how they grew their business in a rapidly changing industry. You'll learn how to transform your brokerage and teams into a high-performing and analytics-driven business so you have a new, durable, competitive advantage against disruption in your market. So let's get right into it. Hey, everyone. Uh, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Brian Charlesworth. I'm the founder of Sisu. Uh, Sisu is a growth automation software for real estate, and I'm your host. And today I have a special guest on the show, Jeff Quinton. Jeff is the CEO of the Quinton Group. Uh, he has been in Gary Keller's mastermind for a number of years now. I want to get into that a little bit today. And sure. something that I want to spend uh, even more time on today is that uh, Jeff somehow was able to acquire a brokerage this year underneath his team. So Jeff, do you want to just give us a quick background on you and, and how you got into the real estate business? Yeah, no, certainly. Thank you, Brian, for having me on. I, I appreciate it. It's an honor. Um, got into real estate business in 1992. So I've been around quite a bit of time now, about 28 years. Got into business directly out of high school. And uh, so that's all I really know is how to go sell real estate. Um, and uh, live and work in Ocean City, New Jersey, which is primarily a vacation resort secondary market. And we cover the areas as far as our hub here at home. Um, areas between like, if you're familiar with, with Southern New Jersey from about Atlantic City all the way down to Cape May. Then we cover the mainland side as well. Um, and then we've, um, we then, as you mentioned earlier, we've expanded uh, into the Carolinas and the Outer Banks. And we've got some expansion partners uh, locally in our area here, you know, in other counties, uh, also Fort Lauderdale, Florida. So um, yeah, that's basically, uh, you know, kind of the gist of it. Okay, great. Well, uh, let's just dive right in because I, I think it's extremely interesting that here you are in New Jersey and now you're saying, hey, we acquired this business. I'm operating another, not team, but brokerage down in the Carolinas. How did this all come about? And I, I think it's it's fascinating and likely an opportunity for, for some of those other teams out there. Yeah, no, no, for sure. I think it's opportunities is coming more and more and more as uh, independent brokerages or owners want to exit the business or um, maybe they're not, uh, their sales team isn't driving is, is, is the level that they want. So um, how'd this all come about? So um, basically at the time, uh, our expansion director um, that was expanding with us had a, had a, was very good friends with the owner of this business. Um, they grew up, or their kids grew up together. And this owner um, lived in, uh, lives currently still in Pittsburgh. So he's actually an absentee owner of this company in the Outer Banks. And the Outer Banks is a secondary resort vacation home market, very similar to our hub. So that business itself has a has um, basically there's uh, six offices, and um, inside of that they have two divisions. They have the rental division, vacation rentals, which is a lot of weekly rentals, and then sales division. Um, the sales division hasn't always been their what seemed to be their top priority. It's more of their vacation rentals, which which vacation rentals down there is huge, right? They do about eight thousand leases a summer. Um, their sales team was also thriving, sales team and doing well, but it just their focus was more on the rental side than the sales team side. So long story short, this is a, is a 32 uh, year long uh, company, well established in the Outer Banks. Um, the owner said, you know, they watched, they were watching their sales team, some agents, their top producing agents leave them. Um, agents weren't really, um, um, you know, weren't really, Keller Williams came in, 
a couple other companies, Howard Hanna came in, a couple others, and there were these other opportunities um, were out there for the salespeople to leave and go to other places. So the sales, so this owner of the company said, you know what, my sales team isn't doing as great. I need a, I need someone that can run a sales team. I need someone that can take this over and and help grow it and retain it and and so forth. So uh, our expansion director Bob at the time was friends with the owner and we kind of connected together and decided that uh, we're going to come in and take their sales team over, their sales portion. So we came in and um, basically there's 24 agents. We operate out of, we operate physically out of two of their six office locations. We have we can go in and out of their offices, but our physical space is in two of those. Um, and then we brought in these 24 agents uh, licenses in the KW through the Quinton Group. So we uh, we own it and operate their business in the Outer Banks. There are KW agents, and they're working in what would be like two mega agent offices um, outside of the market center. Um, so it's been exciting, you know. And so this all basically uh, acquired acquired was basically September 1st, and then transition time this last three months has been going on and about through all that good stuff with licenses transfers and getting everybody over and looking forward to, to a boom in uh, 2020. Okay, great. So how did you have 24 agents? If I understand you correctly, you had 24 agents down in the Carolinas already? Yeah, yeah. That's how many there were that came over. There was, I think 26 maybe or 27. And when the acquisition came in, um, uh, we lost two or three of them in that process. Not, okay. not that we lost them, lost them. One, one decided to retire. One was just a developer, uh, but hang, held his license there. Um, and one, I don't know, wasn't, wasn't a regular full-time agent. Okay. Got it. All right. So how, uh, talk to us about your team. So how, how, uh, you know, what's your volume, what's your units up in Jersey? And then what is that now in the Carolinas? So, so we sure. can understand what, what you guys do. Yeah. So, I mean, our hub business here, um, you know, this year we, uh, we do around 80 million or so we'll close out this year around 230, 240 transactions, around 85 million total. Um, that includes some little bit of expansion really doesn't include the outer banks because we had, we're just starting that, uh, right now. Um, and then, so that's kind of our hub based business here. Uh, we just brought on two new agents. So our goal is to get us at the hub over hundred million next year. And then, uh, the outer banks itself, um, they, uh, There'll be somewhere in this year around 130, 135 units closed uh, for the year and just about around 60 million or so. And our goal next year is to obviously get that up higher, get it closer to 200 units with getting the current agents in higher production and then recruit to it. So ultimately the goal would be to be at least 100 million here at home and then get that business to be at least 100 million as well. But more or less, that's probably going to be closer to, I would say between 75 and 80 million or so. And then as we expand, we'll have other locations out there as well. For example, in our greater Philadelphia region, our goal is to expand there also. Uh, we've recently just hired a new regional expansion director for our region here. And our goal is to uh, at least get uh, 144 transactions uh, in that, um, you know, next year as well. So our, okay. our, to our totals, if you, I'll tell you, hold on, right here. Yeah, so I mean, you're you're going from a hundred eighty-five million to a hundred million your location, eighty million there. It's a hundred. That's a hundred million dollar increase. Plus, yeah. Now, now you have another expansion, so you're growing through expansions. For and, sure. And this other expansion is what size? Yeah. So if, you know, ultimately our goal is to be about forty million in just a greater greater uh, Philadelphia region as well. 
So you know, all said and done, we hope to be somewhere around 550 units. I mean, this, this, I mean, there's a little bit of stretch goal outside of that, but I would say realistically, when I look at my internal production goals, what we have down right now is 544 units at a total of 200 million, 5.5 million in GCI and a profit of 1.5 million at 37%. That's what the plan is, my internal plan. You know, we always talk about, you know, these big potential plans on, you know, when I say like, okay, well, I'd love to get the Outer Banks up to 200 transactions at average sales price of 400 to 80 million. Well, that's yeah. true, but there's going to be a lot of growth in that. So if I just said right now, hey, you know, what's realistically going to happen there? If everything happened the same as it does this year, then it's going to be, say, 125 transactions, about 50 million, right? Or yeah. maybe 60 million, because that's where they're at now. You know, so there's a little bit of stretch, but ultimately, when I look at my numbers internally based upon, um, you know, our, our budgets and ex expectations, my, I, this is what I expect, 544 units at 200 million next year, 5.5 million GCI, and more importantly, a million five in profit. Okay, very exciting. So yeah. KW has always had this expansion uh, team philosophy. I, I know uh, several who have had success with it. I also know people who have struggled with it. So what is the key to success if you're going to do these expansion teams? I mean, how do you and Scott, how do you manage a team that's, not in your state. I mean, how do you do that? How do you know their numbers? Yeah. How do you, you know, how do you hold them accountable? All, all that kind of stuff. So it's a little, okay. So it's a little different. I mean, one is with regards to this recent acquisition, it's a independent company, right? So it's been on its own. They're individual agents. Um, it's, uh, it's a regular brokerage, right? So it's not even in effect, like you and I know as like a real estate team. They're just individual agents that are, it's a brokerage, right? So that's a little different because yeah. we came in and yeah. we, we, we took them on for us and now we're powering them and supporting them and we're giving them a lot of the tools and the coaching and training. But a lot of these people, like, you know, the agents there, they just, they've never been involved in any of that, right? Because they've always just been solo agents. So that in itself is a little bit different at the moment. I think it's going to change. Um, what we're looking to do down there <clears throat> is take a lot of those agents that are, that are, um, uh, that'll give me one sec. Excuse me. Um, one of the things that, um, one of the things we want to do down there is, is go into that group and say, okay, of this core group here, uh, or get a core group of there who really wants to kind of be on the Quentin group side and really plug into us and get real coaching, mentoring, training at a higher level. Right. So kind of have two teams within that large brokerage. Then we're going to go out and recruit to it as well and have that group in that's kind of be a more of a core group inside that's going to plug into us. So we're going to have kind of two things going on. I think we'll have a independent normal agents doing their things. And then inside that we'll have more of a team feel, right? Kind of just like our other expansion partners in other locations, that's more of a team feel. Uh, so ultimately taking what we have here at our hub and then just expanding with another person or another location with two or three or four, in this case, you know, maybe five or 10 agents of the core group. Now, how do we do it? Um, it all starts with the hub, right? It all starts with being in the home, having a very solid foundation to lead with. So, you know, we have the ability to go out as our value proposition into an agent, you know, let's say in Utah or, or, or Florida or wherever we're going to go and, uh, and ultimately go to them and say, Hey, look, you know, we want to expand with you and here's what we're going to provide you. And ultimately, you know, our goal is to better remove everything off of those, that agent's plate, right? So, the 80% of things they shouldn't be doing to keep them in their top 20% activities at all times. So we're going to then remove everything off their plate. What I mean by that is everything from their, their, all their contract management. So us preparing the contract for them, whether it's a listing contract, 
listing agreement or a contract for sale, we're gonna do that for them. Getting it DocuSign to the client and coordinating that signatures, you know, by, by e-signature, we're gonna do that. When a listing contract comes back and it's signed, coordinating the photographer in the lockbox, you know, coordinating all that for them or having us go ahead and handle it for them. Getting it uploaded in the MLS, tailing the seller feedback, right? Getting the extra documents, all the stuff that agent doesn't want to do that's going to bog them down. We will get it and take care of it for them. Contract goes, a buyer goes under contract or seller, contract to close, negotiate the inspections, order the, order the home inspection, order the insurances, title. We want to do all that. We will take all that over off of them. Then at the same time, we're going to then, since we're now going to take all that off of their plate, there's a lot of time freedom. Now we're going to give them a system. We're going to give them tools. We're going to give them resources that we have, plug them in the, all the things that we've got going on and then coach them and train them and have them plugged into all the things we're doing. And what we have each day is, is and I know I'm just going on and on, but you say, how do we do it? You know, we, we do it in such that we have to get these agents to plug in and we're, we're doing them by every day having a huddle call with them. Right. So we hear from them every single day if they're in a different location. Um, we have on Mondays, we have a, uh, script training for Mondays and Wednesday, uh, script training practice where we have a, a script master class. Three o'clock on a Monday, also, I do a coaching call for the entire company. Then we have a Zoom call, uh, Zoom team meeting like today on Tuesday. And we have a Mevo camera so we can live stream in to our Facebook group so they can either watch it through Zoom or they can go to our Facebook private group and watch it live stream from there. Um, then we have our 411 with them every single week. So when we lead an agent from afar, we're hearing from them every single day. They're plugging into training twice a day or three times even by camera. And then they're doing a 411 with us. So at least four times a week, we're having direct conversation like this or over the phone. Okay. So they're completely plugged in all the time. So 411, for those who are not KW uh, backgrounds, what is a 411? So very simple. I mean, it basically you have your one-year goal. And then we break that down to a one month goal and then a four week goal. So every week we set, we set basically goals of three business goals and three personal goals. So if we have, you know, one week goal and then that one month goal that leads up to your one year goal. So it's four weeks, one month, one year. And then, so we have those conversations with the, the agents about this week, what were your, what were your three business plan or three, uh, three business goals and what are your three personal goals? So we zone in on those three things. Next week, our conversation is, Hey, last week we looked at your 411 and you said you were going to, your three business goals were X, Y, and Z. How'd you do? Did you complete X, Y, Z? What did you do? How did it go? What happened? If you didn't, okay, then Y, what has to happen to make sure we move that forward? And if it wasn't, if X didn't get done, do we need to push it to the following week, right? Personal goals. Okay, so what do you want to happen there in your personal goals? Well, I want to do, you know, I want to, uh, I don't know, I want to clean my garage. I want to fill out my, uh, all my old clothes, I don't know, whatever it is right now, right? Like, I'm going to go on a date with my wife, right? I want to go to the gym five days, um, whatever that may be. Okay, good. Your personal goals. Did this happen? Oh, so that's what we do every week there too. Just move them forward. Great, great way to manage a business, whether it's a real estate business or any type of business. I, I yeah. love that. I, I discovered that about five years ago and have loved it ever since. Uh, plugging in. You've talked about plugging in to your coaching, to your uh, accountability. What are some of the tools you're using uh, to really run your businesses? Uh, you know, our greatest one for accountability is your product. I mean, obviously, a CSU. I mean, it's been incredible. I mean, just to let you know how uh, how that we work with that, uh, that's easy for us is 
you know, every day what we require, and it's an automatic text that goes out at five o'clock, is our agents have to, um, they have it on their app on their phone. But basically, as you, you can see, you know, we have this, the, all the dials that we have, they're custom, that basically require them to record their numbers for the day. Um, you know, from conversations to hours prospected, to appointments set, listings under contract, buyers written, I mean, I mean, contracts written, everything up to how many five-star reviews they got or wherever it may be. Uh, everything's tracked and they, it's very simple. They just do a plus or minus on everything here. But we require our agents to do that every day. So five o'clock, they get a text comes through and says, don't forget, report your CSU numbers. And um, basically, uh, we record all that information. Now, for us, again, not only we, we, we want them to give us their numbers and plug in, but at the same time as they're plugging in, this becomes accountability for them. So the moment they don't plug in or the moment they don't report their numbers, so by the next morning, if we look up and we, don't, we didn't get the numbers from an agent, well, then there's accountability here. And accountability for them on our team is they get shut out of our CRMs, right? So all where their leads live, all where they store all their stuff, they get turned off. They have no access, number one. Number two, they have no access to our admin staff. So all the services we provide, they're done for the day. You want a contract done? You go do it yourself until they report their numbers and get clean with their numbers, and then we'll free them up. They'll be released back into their CRM the next day. So that's what we do. Is it, you know, is it extreme? I don't know. Sometimes it has to be because I can't manage a business without I can see the metrics and the numbers. Yeah. Well, I mean, the part of the value of being on a team is to have you there as, as a leader and to provide the leads and the coaching and, and walking contract to close, right. And getting that all done. If you don't have the data, you can't do that. So yeah, I think that's great. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of teams cut people off from leads like that. I have seen a few and I think it's very effective. Uh, it's a, it's a great way to go. So on the CRM side, what do you, what about, uh, some of the things you're doing there? I know you were telling me about, uh, a company called contact stash that you actually formed. Tell me that, tell, tell everyone about that. Yeah. So here's the thing. Contact stash is a very simple, um, I would call it a CRM. It's a basic CRM. It's the management of your database. Um, but it's very, very simple and very inexpensive. And, what the question I was asking a lot of agents, um, and, and I even had it too. So for example, uh, for many years, we still have it too. And it acts as a very large address book right now anymore is top producer, right? Almost every agent we all know had top producer probably one time and top producer itself, you know, we would have a name, address, phone number and address in there and put them in there and, and it would collect basically an address book. Um, and then inside of that, you could actually set up where, you could tag every every uh, every contact as a certain one, and then it would just it would be able to send a rotation to you. But it became clunky, right? It, it wouldn't it wouldn't know to okay. Well, if I needed to contact this person every thirty days, it doesn't know that okay. On well, if the thirtieth is a is a if today it's a Sunday, and then thirty days out was the fifteenth was a Sunday today, it would do the fifteenth the next month. But that could be a Saturday, right? But maybe you're not working that day. So long story short, it, it wasn't jiving for us as much as it, it seemed to be. It always had to manipulate. So I'd say to agents, I'd say to them, I'd say, hey, look, tell me this. Do you have a database? I say, yes, good. Do you have a systematic way that your database tells you who you need to call every single day? Like it just shows up and says, call this person. And they're like, well, no, or maybe they say yes. Well, I can do it in in sync. I can do it in Boomtown. I said, fine. So what do you have to do though? You have to go inside the calendar and you have to mark it. And then it shows up on a dashboard and then you have to go to your reminders. And there's a couple 
a lot of stuff. And there are CRMs, all of our CRMs have the ability to do this, but it became very like, you'd have, first of all, you have to go buy that CRM to get inside it working, right? So a, a platform of 1500 bucks a month or whatever. Um, so anyway, I, I said, you know, I, Context Dash is this basically. It's a way that you just take your contacts in an Excel form, very basic. And let's assume that you had, we'll use a basic number of 100 contacts. 100 contacts is my database. These are people that I've met. Maybe it's people I haven't met, but let's call it people that you've met, 100 people. And of that 100, let's say that of those, you're going to call that uh, you have 10 of those are your VIP clients, meaning they're like your people. Like they love you, like you, trust you. You know you can do business with them. They're not going to do business with anybody else. They're super loyal and you can get referrals from them. They're like my people. Well, that what we call is like, an, like what we call is an A client. Put in the A bucket, bucket A. I think that person you want to call every 30 days, right? So 10 people you're going to call every 30 days. Now your next list, you have 90 left over of your 100. Let's say the next list you have out of that are people that love you, like you, trust you, but they're not going to be 100% loyal. They're loyal, but they're just, you know, you're not going to always do business with them. You know that you're, you're, you're not always going to get a referral, but you want to stay in touch with them. They're like really good, good solid uh, clients. Well, those you want to call every 90 days, right? Every once a quarter. And once a quarter is if you're calling and lead generating and prospecting, you know, 20 days a month or Monday through Friday, five days a week, that means every 60th business day, which is once a quarter. So that would be your B client. So we have A client, 30 days, B client, every 60th business day or every 90 days, once a quarter. And that would be, let's say you had 80 of those, right? So then that would go in that one. And the next one is the other 10, which is leftover. And let's say these are what we call the C client, somebody that, you know, maybe they sold a house here with you and then they moved out of the area. And there's probably not a lot of business right now, but you want to stay in touch just to let them know you're still in the business. Maybe someday they'll come back or give you a referral. You call them twice a year. They're your C client. So it's A, B, and C, 30 days every quarter, 90 days, twice a year, uh, twice a year, six months. That's the CRM. You, you basically have an Excel sheet, all the names, up top, you just, you just basically your A's, your B's and C's, sort it that way, upload it. And then every single day, what happens is it delivers to your inbox, in your email inbox, straight to your inbox. And the first thing in the morning, whatever time, it says, here's who you need to call today. And it just lists all the way down their names, their mobile phone number, contact information, and that's it. And then you just hit on it, complete. If it's completed, then it automatically, the system will then send it in its rotation on when they need to show up in your inbox again. If it's if you want to hit skip, you hit skip. And then if it hits skip, it's going to become overdue and it'll just pile up until you're completed. That's it, man. Now, okay, if you, so want, is to, it, is if you it, want to hit it, go ahead. Is it calculated? I mean, it, are you saying this entire list is complete or are you doing that on a per individual per uses? Per, per, per individual, yeah. Once okay. you call them, once you, once you've contacted them, hit complete and it's complete that you've contacted them. Okay. And then it has profile, you hit profile and if it profile, then you can go inside the CRM and it gives you, you know, all the information where you can put notes in and you can do all kinds of different things inside of it. That's then you have to actually log in from there. Okay. So that's, it's a, a simple form of making sure you're doing your contacts every day. Is that something that your people, is that the first phone call they make every day or those phone calls or typically, or are they doing expireds or something like that? Typically it's this. Well, yes and no. So, so our, our, our team is very aggressive when expires and for sale by owners delivered to them each day as well. You know, not in this format. Um, but yes, they get delivered their, 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 their database of past clients that have influenced importance and then expired. If there's a heavy expired day, some of our guys will call expired first. 
Okay. Others, others aren't as aggressive. They'll call their past clients and some just work their past clients and then maybe they'll pepper in the expires later on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but they're definitely calling through their, their most important list. Okay. I mean, database, it just, it's just, it's just a very simple way that just brings clarity of who you need to call. And it's, it's dummy proof. Once you put them in there, it just comes, it's always, it's going to remind you that you stay in touch. Great. Okay. So, uh, to get that it's contact stash, go to yes. contactstash.com. Is that right? Yep. That's right. Contactstash.com. Okay. Take a look. 49 bucks. Stash is, stash is spelled like the mustache. Yep. Just like a mustache. Yep. Okay. Okay, great. Uh, what other advice would you have for a team owner? I mean, you're going this year uh, from, you know, 230 uh, up to 500. What, what other advice would you have for, for somebody uh, looking to grow their team, looking to grow their business, looking to get into other areas and find new ways to, to make in additional income streams and to build wealth? You know, my, I guess, you know, my, my advice, first of all, I mean, I'm doing it a long time. So, so I've got experience, which is cool, but I still haven't figured it all out. You know what I mean? So, you know, I think we're all still, you know, it looks nice and, and, and cool from the outside, but behind the scenes is very messy and we're still grinding through and figuring some things out. Right. So, but I think that you're solid. Of the, there's a couple things. You got to have a solid foundation of your, your administrative staff and, your value proposition that you can bring other agents. You know, what is the question I say is what is the problem right now that I'm solving for agents? And if I can solve some problems and bring them some solutions and make their lives better, easier, more productive, have them earn more money and be able to figure that out. That's I think where the growth is going to happen. Um, I think teams aren't going away. I think teams are getting larger. I think teams are getting bigger and better and faster than individual agents. The individual agent, unfortunately is, it's tough. It's tough to survive right now. You know, brand new in this business or being an individual agent, it's just harder and harder. Um, but any of the advice I say is really make sure that your hub business or your, your back end foundation is super strong and that you have a very clear um, value proposition. You know, if I, the, the, the question is that, you know, is what would get me to leave my own team to go work for somebody? Right. And, and that's the question I think is that most team members need to say is what will get themselves to leave to go work for someone else and then be that person or be that value that you need to provide for your team. That's going to attract, that's going to give those other agents to work with you. But having, so understanding your value proposition and each team has a different value proposition. Ours, ours is, is going to be at our hub is going to be probably a lower split with very high value. Others are going to be, you know, very high value or excuse me, a very high split with lower value, right? Like they're not going to provide all the things that we provide. We remove everything off the agent's plate. I'm telling you and give them all the tools and everything along the way. So all they got to do, there's four things. They're going to prospect each day. They're going to lead follow up each day. They're going to go on appointments and they're going to negotiate their deals. Anything outside of that, we don't want them doing. Great. We call that the plan, right? Prospect they're, they're focused on sales, only sales. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, that's our market. That's us. You know what I mean? So, you know, I think that advice is to get clear on what that is for that team, that team owner, what you want to provide. Yeah. You know? Great. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, tell me what it's like being part of Gary Keller's mastermind. I know uh, most team owners, especially uh, at your level are in multiple masterminds. And I think most listening to this uh, have been in many masterminds. What's Gary Keller's mastermind like? I think a lot of people might ask that question. 
Sure. No, no, it's a, it's a great question. Um, first, I'm, I'm very fortunate and honored to be able to be part of that group and uh, to be in that room. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's interesting. I mean, anytime that we can spend some close time uh, around someone like Gary and, and really understand the way he thinks, his philosophies, his concepts, the way he makes decisions, um, you know, pick his brain on certain, certain ideas is, is always been good. You know, what's cool is you see when you're in that room, the mistakes that Gary's made and, and everyone looks at Gary like he's perfect. Well, he, he's been there, done that, right? He's been there, done what we all want to do and, and has done it at a very high level. Um, and he's had some, you know, some issues or, or bumps along the way, which is cool to listen to because you're like, gosh, I'm experiencing the same thing. Now I know I'm actually doing the right thing because he's experienced it and reminds you that, okay, maybe I'm on the right track, you know, because so many times we're sitting there looking at ourselves going, dude, I mean, shit, am I doing the right thing? This sucks. Or this isn't working or I'm beating my head against the wall. You know what I mean? Sometimes that's just part of it. And you're actually, because of that feeling, you know, you're actually in the right step, right direction. And so being in that room, you're able to see that sometimes and say, wow, he experienced this or other people in the room are experiencing very much what I am. And yet there there's, it's a reason why it's part of the growth. It's part of that hockey stick curve or whatever's going on. Um, so it's interesting. I mean, I've been fortunate enough. I was part of uh, Gary's pirate group too, with a very small amount of us, maybe 20 of us for, for maybe two years or so when I first came over and that's kind of dissolved out a little bit. And uh, those guys in that, in that room were just absolutely incredible, especially they were, they were on the cutting edge of expansion. And these guys are expanding six years ago uh, before expansion really started. And they kind of were the, the pirates really the group that Gary kind of said to them, here, here's the deal, man. You know, I want you guys to go out and expand. I want you to go out and do it. I want you to go out and figure it out. I want you to fall down on your face. I want you to figure it out and come back and tell us what worked, what didn't work and break it and come back and fix it and break it again and all that. So that's the kind of some of the conversations that we've had, um, you know, about business and, and about what's working and what's not. And, and um, you know, you, you collaborate together at a very high level. So, it's so it been, sounds like Gary really created his expansion model through this mastermind or in conjunction with this mastermind. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. For a lot of us. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. And I'm on, I'm on the back end of that. Like, you know, I got in there a little late to the game, late to the party, a couple other guys that had already been doing it for a long time. And so they all, a lot of them, you know, had made some mistakes and, you know, I, I've been able to, uh, oh gosh, I have a long way to go. Some of these guys are just, you know, they're way ahead of me light years, but I've seen some of the mistakes that they made or that not so much mistakes, but learning things that they did or they would have done differently. So that's the nice part is you're able to come in and say, hey, what did you learn about it? If you do it over again, what would you have done? And then just go do what they would have done versus having to go do what they did first and then, you know, having to go through that challenge. So yeah. Spring was invited into the mastermind this year to Gary's mastermind. She went in uh, and shared with me this. I, I still remember this uh, very clearly because I thought it was just great advice. But Gary, basically, the thing that stuck out for her is he basically said, Hey, I'm no different than any of you guys. I just think bigger than you guys. Yeah. 100%. Uh, do you remember that? Uh, 100%, I'm yeah, sure you were yeah. at that event. So, so anyway, I just think that's uh, some great advice is, you know, just think, yeah. think at a different level and you can do things at a different level. Right. Think, yeah. Think big, huh? I mean, I saw that too. Cause you know, everything Gary says, we try to steal it and regurgitate it and act like we actually said it. So I came back to my team and kind of said the same thing to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's the only difference between me and you, which is true you know it's just you know it's just is what it is but no he is 
his level of thinking um, is very much at a whole different level. So having that exposure is is important. It's, it's incredible, and that yeah. room's incredible. I mean, this 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 mastermind group now, Spring tell you, I mean, shit. There's there's two groups now, but I mean, we're talking about between the two of them. There's I don't know. There's probably close to 300 agents now. You know, total. That's all. There's a lot. Right. The I was gonna say competition, but your peers. It's a room when you look around. There's some amazing talent in there, and amazing business owners, and you're just like, man, you know, I gotta step my game up. You know, right. Look left, right. To right of you about what some of these people are doing. It's incredible. So Jeff, obviously that's a great source of learning. What are some other great sources of learning that that have been great for you, or what? Is, what's what are a few or one of your favorite books that you feel like this is something everybody must read. You know, I, I'm big on podcasts right now at the moment. You know, I'm reading books. We, I'm audio. I, I'm a big audiobook person. I don't read as much uh, physical books. Um, you know, so um, book wise, I mean, as a team, we're doing fanatical prospecting for a second time right now. That's where I want everybody to be focused on going in the next year and, and getting jazzed up about that. Um, you know, podcast. I'm in and out of probably five or six different podcasts all the time. Um, from how I built this, um, which is one of the greatest podcasts, because I just like learning about how big business is built and what they what they've done. I'm listening to Gary's how I um, how I uh, think like a CEO podcast right now. Um, I've been doing Tim Ferriss because Gary was just on. I don't know if you heard that 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 um, interview yet. Yeah, um, yeah, I I did. Tim, and, yeah, uh, awesome. Tim Ferriss is a great great podcast. I would recommend that yeah. to anybody. Yeah, so I've been on his because I used to be on it a long time. And Gary came on. I've been be listening some of those um you know uh gosh there's i don't know let me just take a look in here right now um who who i've been listening to but i mean i you know the podcast has been good for me so so one of the things that i do um you know in the morning is i spend probably a good half hour maybe to 45 minutes listening to podcasts when i get ready for work right when i get ready and dressed i listen to podcasts that's all i do. like i literally take my phone and i put it in the shower Right. And I, because, you know, by yourself, most people are by themselves. Right. <laughs> so, so like, you know, I spend time like that. Like, and, and that's when my wife knows, like, stay out of the bathroom, the kids out of the bathroom. I mean, like, this is my time. I have the next, mm -hmm. you know, 15 minutes, take a shower, 20 minutes, whatever. And so I put the phone in the shower. It's my little place that I get to listen to. And, and, uh, and when I go get dressed, I get dressed in my closet, right, basically. And I put my phone up where my shoes are. And I mean, I listen. So I spend that, that good half hour, maybe more, of that my that's my time to listen you know whether it's an audiobook or or you know any of the podcasts out there um, yeah I, I listen to you know ed my a you know i listen to tom ferry um i listen to greg house's level up um john waxell listened to a lot of that on leadership mfoc pro mf ceo project had their last episode the other day um and I, there's a bunch of them you know yeah that's great uh i think there's there's some real benefits to listening versus reading. I mean, it's great to read. However, listening is something you can do in drive time, something I, something I personally do every morning when I work out. So I think it's just important that we're, we're always learning. So thanks for sharing that, uh, Jeff. I think that's uh, some really valuable stuff. And you know, I think you're the only person who's told me that they actually do that in the shower. So I love <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm a freak, I guess, but, you know, I, I tell a story too, like with regards to the shower, right? So, you know, um, we're real big in our, our office, uh, 
you know, and, and just like spring is, I mean, we're, we're very prospecting based, right? And we, um, you know, we work on scripts all the time. And I, I mentioned earlier, we, I teach a script master class. So, you know, one of the things that I recommend everybody do, does is obviously they record all their scripts that do audio memo, right? Record it and they go through and they record their, in their own voice the scripts and they go back and listen to it. So, you know, I tell everybody, listen to it. Like literally take 20 minutes of your day, whatever, re-listen to your own voice, put it in the shower. If there's any time, you can't tell me you, 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 there's nobody around, right? Like this is your time. Don't tell me you don't have time. That's when you can make time up. Number one. Number two is, you know, years ago when I first learning scripts, what I did was I took the script, right? I took the script, I laminated it. And then, you know, those things you put on your refrigerator, it's just a, it's just a suction cup with a hook. Yeah. I hooked them all and I put hooks in the shower against the tile wall. I put my damn scripts up in there. Right. And what did I do? Taking a shower. I chanted and read my scripts every day, every day. And I role played and practiced and scripts while I'm in the shower. Like I've made that 20 minutes to a half hour of my day of just bombarding my head with education, whatever it is. Are, are there certain scripts that you recommend? Are, uh, like, are you a Mike Ferry guy, Tom Ferry? What, what do you recommend? I mean, what's worked best for you and your team? Well, it's always, it, it, look, all the scripts have come back to Mike Ferry, right? That's where they all pretty much all almost originated, or at least before that, maybe even Fluid Whip and Sweat Hogs back in the day. Um, but yeah, Mike Ferry scripted but more or less. And then that's evolved. And Tom developed all Mike Ferry stuff with Matt. And then uh, but more or less Mike stuff. And then Mike, you know, went into the bold scripts, which are very similar. So that's what it all, basically, it's a Mike Ferry script. Okay. So yeah. you, you say that you do script and role play training. Is that something, is that something that somebody like me or some of these team owners could say, Hey, I want to be a part of that. And for sure you, you would bring outside people into that uh, or yeah. it's just something you do with your own team all the time. No, no, we, we actually have, I have a lot of different agents that come in on Mondays at East coast time at 12 o'clock. I'm oh, sorry. Back it up. Mondays at 1230 East Coast time, and then uh, Wednesdays at 12 o'clock East Coast time, uh, we do our script master class. We'll be restarting it back up after the first of the year because we pretty much got to the end. We got about two more scripts to learn, um, like extra scripts, but the main scripts yeah. just ended. And basically, what we do is we spend it's about an, it's an hour, and I, I put it on. Uh, I zoom in uh, either Zoom, so there's a Zoom link. Someone can email me, get the Zoom link, and or they go to our Quentin Group page. Uh, it's a private page, so I'll have to. Um, let them come in and they could live stream right there too. Um, but do, uh, we, do people pay, do people pay for this or no, uh, something no, you no, offer? No. Okay. Just, they can just join. So they can uh, pay me. Sure. They want to pay me. I'm in. <laughs> tell, tell us how, tell everyone how to get a hold of you. I know for, for a fact, uh, some agents personally who are going to want to participate in this. Sure. Easiest way is, is, is to email me or they can always Facebook message me too, but email me is easiest. And that's Jeff J E F F at the Quinton group. T-H-E-Q-U-I-N-T-I-N group.com, Jeff at the Quentin group.com. If they email me, then I can get them all hooked up on that kind of stuff. Really okay, good. Jeff. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time today. Uh, yeah, great man. lessons. Uh, it's always great hearing from some of the best. And thank you for participating in our show. Of course, anytime. It's an honor to be here. Thanks, Brian. All right. Thanks. Thanks, man. So there you have it. Thank you for joining us on our podcast. If you have an interest in a free seven-day trial of Sisu, make sure that you use the coupon GRIT, that's G-R-I-T, to waive all your setup fees and receive a 10% discount on your subscription. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and want to subscribe, search GRIT 
the Real Estate Growth Mindset Podcast on iTunes. And with that, we'll catch you next time. Take care.